Poso maoni work, wai wanen kitanen ni mo e yoski pietaya posnotaman e yum MITW podcast. A yospis pietaya posnapi notaman and he sikimaka e yoso matnamene hokihi. Welcome to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. I'm your host, Sheena Wapus. On this episode, we are joined by Vaughn Bowles, Public Information Officer for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin. Welcome, Vaughn. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Of course. Um, So a lot of the news is focused on um, COVID seemingly being on the rise again in the country. Um, So how worried do vaccinated people have to worry about breakthrough infections like is it a lot is it something that doesn't happen very often okay i'm gonna start by saying it doesn't happen a lot and so let me also say it's also kind of difficult to gauge how many breakthrough infections there are right now because as of as of may 1st the cdc transitioned from monitoring like all of the breakthrough cases to just focusing on um, individuals that are breakthrough cases that have been hospitalized. So instead of you know trying to capture the full picture, um, they're just focusing into where it's most problematic. Um, and uh, you know the shift helps uh, maximum. They say the shift helps them maximize the quality of data they're getting um, on the cases that are at, you know greatest risk and of most public health importance. Um, you know now we can we can extrapolate from you know the numbers of of those that have been hospitalized the approximate number of breakthrough cases um so if we look back at all of the data that we've gathered over the last year and change um, about five to six percent of cases of covid have been hospitalized um now the cdc their official number right now is that there have been about 5,492 breakthrough infections but that's out of 159 million doses that have been given since you know july of july 12th or so um so that means that there's a breakthrough case for um about 0.003 percent of the time or it's one in about every 30,000 cases of individuals that are are immunized so you know the total number of breakthrough infections might be as high as say you know 109,000 but that's still a 0.069 percent chance of actually having COVID after this Um, and they've said a lot of the cases that they assume are breakthrough are uh, asymptomatic anyways um, yes, you can spread it, but it won't affect you nearly as much as having not been vaccinated and being exposed and contracting COVID. Um, and, you know, if, if people would like to look at some of the, the numbers and research behind this, we can definitely put those links in the show notes for them. Um, <clears throat> so I know with Dr. Sagel's PSA that came out yesterday and just in the news, we see that some areas of the country are reinstating their mask mandates because of the rising infection rates. Is that something that we should prepare ourselves for here locally? It's always a possibility. Um, you know, I, I can't say for certain whether or not we're going to. Um, it kind of depends on how the variant pool uh, progresses here in Wisconsin. But that's always a possibility. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so if you're vaccinated, should you be wearing a mask if you're in a place in a place that has low vaccination rates? Yeah, I, I would definitely say yes. That's definitely what the CDC is also recommending at this time. Um, you know, they're recommending anytime you're in a large public gathering, particularly inside to mask up, even if you have been vaccinated. So yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what is the Lambda variant? I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. And how does it yeah. compare to other variants? Oh, good grief. Okay. So to be honest, I haven't been able to find a lot of information on sites I'd consider credible for the Lambda variant yet. So sure. there's... So it's new. There, there are a lot, <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of media sources out there that are talking about the, the Lambda variant, um, but there's not a lot of measured scientific data out there right now. Um, right now, Lambda is not even considered a variant of interest or a variant concern by the CDC. Um, the World Health Organization, the WHO, does have Lambda uh, as a variant of interest at this time. Um, we can, you know, put those links in there for you if you'd like to go see that. Um, what the Lambda variant is, is it's a mutation from what was known as the, the South African variant. And it also has a Greek name, but I can't remember it right off the top of my head. Um, but it was identified down in Peru uh, in December of 2020. Um, and they don't know the full extent of how transmissible Lambda is right now um, compared to, you know, it's South African strain or the wild version. Um but they're saying, you know, potentially it could make up to about 80% of the cases in Peru right now. And they're thinking it might be as high as about 30 to 35% in like Chile and Argentina, some of the surrounding regions. So, it, you know, it potentially could be another variant that uh, is kind of like the Delta, but we don't know. This is one we're, we're probably just going to need to keep an eye on right now. Okay. So um, there was a few things that I saw in the news about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine um, so can you talk about the risk of Guillain-Barre, I hope I'm saying that right, syndrome yeah, with that particular vaccine? Yeah, so Guillain-Barre syndrome, I'm just going to throw it out there right now. It's it's a pretty rare disorder. Um, it's when the body's immune system uh, damages, you know, various nerves in the peripheral of your body and it causes, you know, muscle weakness. Um, it can cause paralysis and stuff like that. But again, it's really rare. And it's kind of like our breakthrough infection thing. It, if you were vaccinated, it looks like it may pop up like 0.0008% of the time. So out of 100 cases they've found where this Guillain-Barre has occurred, um, that's out of, you know, 12 and a half million doses. Um, so it's, it's really uncommon. Uh, it's slightly higher risk for individuals over the age of 50, but, you know, Elderly individuals are more at risk for Guillain-Barre syndrome anyways, um, since they have a harder time regulating their immune system and their nervous systems are more risk for, for damage. Um, but overall, it's much safer to get a Johnson & Johnson vaccine, um, you know, and, and prevent COVID than it is to worry about Guillain-Barre and, and avoid getting vaccinated. So we would still recommend if it's option an option for you, if you want it, get the Johnson & Johnson vaccine most likely he'll be fine. Okay. Um, so I saw there was a study or something that came out talking about the Johnson & Johnson's effectiveness against the Delta variant. Is it effective against the Delta variant as effective as Moderna and Pfizer? So some of the studies out there indicate that the two-shot vaccines, the Pfizer and Moderna, are, are more effective at fighting off the Delta variant than the Johnson & Johnson. Um, but for all indications, you know, it looks like the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, um, 
definitely has a, a neutralizing effect against the Delta variant, just like the others. Um, and for those that, you know, have a breakthrough infection case with the Delta variant, the symptoms are significantly lower than whether or not their immune system was unprimed, unvaccinated, and they got it. So it does help, um, just like the others, maybe not quite as much, but it's, it's helpful, <laughs> better than nothing. I'm just going to throw it out right. there that way. It's better than nothing. Right. So if you haven't been vaccinated yet, if you're still on the fence, we'd encourage you to pick up any vaccination that is available to you, um, that you feel safe taking, and uh, you know, just try to remain healthy out there. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I had even seen like someone, uh, some doctor, saying that he recommended his patients who had the Johnson and Johnson to get a second dose of another vaccine. Um, because it wasn't as effective. Is that something that you would recommend right now? <laughs> you know, I was I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, well, it has a different mechanism of action. I guess you could really ramp up your immune system if you got yeah. two different vaccines. But it's <laughs> really unnecessary at this point. Okay, okay. Um, so you have any um, word of advice for people for the week? You know, stay healthy, get plenty of rest, get some Get some sunshine and vitamin D into your system and uh, just stay healthy out there. Enjoy the summer. Thank you, Vaughn. You bet. Thanks for having me. Waiwanan for listening to the Nominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also listen to the podcast on menominee-nsn.gov under the community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcasts.